Greetings. Where are you? What are you doing? My name is Matt Nickerson. I will attempt to produce a podcast worthy of your time. Thank you for taking the time to check out the Basement Industries Podcast Network. Today I am flying solo. I'll have to admit that I've put this off for a few days now. Uh, just chickened out, you know, putting this content out there by myself. We're new, uh, trying to figure it out. Finally, I decided to jump in. Uh, we don't know what the hell we're doing here, but we're going to figure it out. So let's get started. Today is February 11, 2019, and that marks the beginning spring training for the Boston Red Sox. Pitchers and catchers arrived at Fenway South today, eager to begin a new quest for another World Series trophy. The Red Sox are projected to win 95 and a half games this season. Last season, the Sox won 108 games, and you'd think that there will likely be some regression this season but 95 and a half games seems a little conservative for a ball club with this much talent. There are some concerns about bullpen arms, and I think that concern is probably coming out of the same camp that said that the Sox wouldn't win a World Series during last year's postseason. I'm confident the president of baseball operations, Dave Dombrowski, will be successful in making the necessary adjustments as the season progresses. I am equally confident that general manager Alex Cora will prepare this club and position them to be relevant when October arrives. Now, the New York Yankees, the American League East foe. The Yanks are also projected to win 95 and a half games. And they have a tremendous ball club. Uh, the Bronx Bombers, they should live up to their expectations. They do punch out a lot, which is a concern for some. But when you look at the numbers from 2018... They struck out about as often as the Dodgers, and we know how this Dodgers season ended. The Yankees are more than capable of hitting 267 home runs again this season and leading the majors in that category. I like the Yankees to exceed their projected expectation of 95 and a half wins and to give the Red Sox one hell of a battle for the division title. Now, I'm going to skip over the remainder of the teams in the American League East. The Tampa Bay Rays, they might find a way to be relevant down the stretch. But to be a real threat... I think they'll need to win somewhere around 92 to 93 games. And I just don't see that happening with their current roster construction.
I thought the Chris Archer trade with Pittsburgh last season returned some good prospects in Austin Meadows and Tyler Glasnow. So it will be interesting to see how this club performs throughout the course of the year. They are an intriguing team this season and should be fun to watch. But I just don't see them getting to 85 wins with their current roster construction. Now Baltimore and Toronto, they're both dumpster fires. That's really all the time I've got for those two clubs. Don't get me wrong, Camden Yards is a beautiful ballpark. Um, Baltimore's not putting out a very good product right now. But it's a fantastic place to take in a game, so if you're in the area, I highly recommend stopping by Camden Yards and taking in the atmosphere and checking out the road team. Now, let's take a minute to talk about something that's very new to me, something that I find interesting, neuroscouting. And, you know, I'm by no means an expert on this. As I mentioned, it's very new to me, you know, but I think it's worth speaking about. Neuroscouting aims to analyze a player's brain function and reaction as a means of scouting. So teams are looking to find out how fast a player can process and react. A perfect example of this was Mookie Betts. As a kid in high school, went through neuroscouting. Some of the tests were as basic as playing a series of games on a laptop aim to record his brain function and reaction. Betts was a fifth-round draft pick in 2011 by the Boston Red Sox and went on to win an American League MVP in 2018. So I asked myself, does this approach really produce MVP candidates? Or was Mookie Betts just a fluke? And I sort of stumbled upon this information the other day. And I found myself wondering why I didn't know about this sooner. I mean, I'm a huge Sox fan. Mookie Betts is an outstanding player. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, so why aren't there more conversations about this topic? Anyway, it's really fascinating to look at the changes within the game of baseball and to see its evolution. I'm very optimistic about the future of baseball.